Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you Raising Saints, an AM820 production designed for parents who desire to raise the saints in their life. And now, Raising Saints with Katie Wyatt. Hello and welcome once again to Raising Saints, the show for Catholic parents. I'm your host, Katie Wyatt, and you are listening to AM820 St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. So here on Raising Saints, we talk to teenagers about the topics that matter most, and then we invite you, parents, to listen in on our conversations. And we hope and pray that in joining us, you'll gain insight and wisdom, and maybe even the courage you need to have these conversations with your own teenagers. Today is a big, hot topic. We're talking about social media And sometimes I feel like this topic's getting a little cliche. Maybe people are kind of sick of talking about it. (laughs) So pervasive. But I think it's so important to hear about this topic from a youth perspective. Um, How it's affecting our teenagers, how it's shaping them, and what we as parents need to be aware of, what we can do to be involved. So... Uh, We have with us today three guests who have been here before. We're happy to have them back. We have McKenna, who is a student at St. Francis DeSales High School Mm -hmm. and a parishioner at St. Paul. Hello, McKenna. Hi. Welcome back. And we have (laughs) Olivia, a student at Westerville Central High School and a parishioner at Church of the Resurrection. Welcome back, Olivia. Thank you. And also we have Abby, who is a student at Johnstown High School and a parishioner at Church of the Resurrection. So welcome back, Abby. Thanks. Um, so social media, What? let's just come up with a list. What social media do you guys use? I uh, use Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Okay. Yeah, me too. I don't think there's anything else that I use. Nothing else? Well, Facebook. Do you still use Facebook? I know yeah. Facebook not is often. Yeah. I'm not on there often. Okay. So Facebook has kind of been taken over by older generations, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Parents. I think... I think in my extensive research, I've discovered that kids who are about 22 and older still use Facebook. I shouldn't say kids. People who are about 22-ish and older (laughs) still use Facebook. Younger than that, not so much. So uh, that is not a scientific discovery, by the way, listeners. Don't (laughs) quote me on that. (laughs) Um, So, okay. So we're talking about Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. Does each of those have a different function or different purpose like why do you use instagram versus use twitter versus in certain situations you know what i mean um i think most of them basically are just about like communication but instagram is just basically pictures twitter is you can have pictures but it's mostly just words and then snapchat is just pictures to a specific person not everyone so Snapchat might be your choice if you are trying to communicate something specifically to a specific individual. Yeah, Snapchat is basically texting, but with pictures. With pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And the picture disappears, supposedly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 10 seconds. Although it, you there can are screenshot ways it. to save right. videos or pictures, pictures on there. So. Right, right. So it's kind of silly that it even disappears. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um so why so why do you use Twitter versus Instagram? Like what would be an example when you would just tweet something rather than like if you're just having a random thought and you don't feel like taking a picture, you just would tweet it or Yeah, pretty much. Basically. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. In Twitter, it's like there's, I feel like people tweet more than they do post things on Instagram. So like Instagram's more permanent, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's like things that are a bigger deal. But then like Twitter is just like random thoughts, like you said. Right. Like, oh, this just popped into my head. So I'm going to tweet, tweet it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Instagram, I feel like more people see that. Yeah. And like it like sticks with your profile. And since you tweet more, you have to like scroll down to see stuff. Yeah. Right. You can get quickly overloaded i think with twitter yes Mm -hmm. because it's words not pictures like instagram at least for me i absorb more what i'm seeing better because it's Mm -hmm. an image rather than just words which i tend to skip yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) too many words um have you guys ever known life without social media like um i've kind of i in fifth grade, when everyone started getting Facebooks, I would never, I was never allowed to get one. So it was, it kind of makes you feel like disconnected from like your whole grade. But now I have it, so. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I remember actually on my 13th birthday, I like begged my parents, can I make a Facebook now? Like, because I was finally old enough and they w- obviously wouldn't let me until I was old enough. Yeah. So you remember being the one who didn't have yeah. Facebook. Yeah, that's what I had to, yeah. Yeah, I didn't get social media till I think I was in eighth grade. Okay. I've never had a Facebook, so yeah, Me same either. as Olivia. <laughs> so did you guys feel like you were the only ones who didn't have it? Yeah, that's what you feel like, but it's not it's true. Pro- I'm sure it's not true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Although that was our excuses to our parents. Everyone yes. else Everyone has else it. Everyone else has it, right. <laughs> uh, so what do you see as the benefits of social media what are the in modern communication like what are what's the upside um you kind of get to know people better and like what they're really like sometimes but sometimes people are faking it but it helps you like discover new people i guess i would say okay and talk to new people especially if you're shy (laughs) (laughs) yeah any other benefits? I mean, it's entertaining because if you follow like comedy accounts or whatever, or just like, I don't know, like you go on Instagram when you're bored, maybe. So that's yeah. entertainment. Okay. Yeah. It's fun to see what your friends are doing, too. Yeah. I'm not compelled by any of these arguments. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> because, like, I don't think you do get to know people. Well,. I guess in a sense, you do get to know people better because especially like with Twitter, you're like, wow, that thought popped in your head and you thought to write it down and put it out for the world to see. <laughs> like, I would have kept that one in my head. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, I mean, like, if you don't know somebody and yeah. you like click on their profile, it can like tell you a little bit about them, kind of like what they're like yeah. and like what friends they have. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys see as the disadvantages then? Like, cyberbullying is a lot easier. Is that a thing that you guys have all, like, witnessed or experienced? Yeah. I actually haven't. No, I haven't really. either. No, you haven't either. But, Olivia, you have. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it happen to other people, yeah. like, Twitter fights, and people are just not afraid to post anything these days. Yeah, I guess I've seen Twitter fights, but I guess uh, that's silly of me not to think of it as cyberbullying. Because it didn't impact you directly, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I actually haven't really seen any Twitter fights. No, I'm not really on Twitter that often. Yeah. Though, so, what are other disadvantages other than the bullying? Can you think of any? 
Um, it gives people more room to be fake. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. create a fake image for themselves. See, and that's why it's interesting because the one of the advantages that you said was that you get you get to know people better. Yeah, but I wonder if you do because what do you know that person better or do you know what that person is presenting on social media? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, and all different kinds of people use social media, so it could be both, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what about? Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you ever think people share too much? Yes, yes. Probably. Probably. Yeah. definitely. <laughs> right? Things that Don't you would matter. never say or do yeah, or post. Like, I heard a quote the other day like, if you wouldn't print it out and hang it on your refrigerator, you Don't shouldn't post be posting it. <laughs> it on social media. Or, no, hang it over your fireplace. That's what it was. Oh. Like, you know how you hang senior pictures? Yeah. Uh, parents yeah. hang senior pictures yeah. or whatever. <laughs> family <laughs> pictures, family photos. Um, do you think that, I don't, and that, that's why I asked if you guys have ever known life without social media, because I'm really curious as to whether or not you think that social media has lowered our moral standards, not, not for you guys, but culturally speaking, like because we see things that we didn't used to see and because we read people's thoughts that they never used to share publicly and has it kind of numbed us to a, a higher morality? Does that make sense? You guys are all looking at me like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I think you're probably right, but I think like I'm kind of hesitant to admit that because I don't want to. <laughs> okay, because then you because then you think I should stop using social media. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Do you see kind of a before and after or have you guys just always been exposed to this same kind of stuff on social media? Um, I think I've always been exposed yeah, to just it. Just about just about mm-hmm. all the time except for when we were kids. Cuz I mean, I got my Instagram or something about when I was in like 4th or 5th grade, so I've had it for a while and I just don't really remember what it was like without it. Yeah, which is sad. I know <laughs> it is kind of sad. Okay, so but here's a question in 4th or 5th grade you probably followed kids in fourth and fifth grade on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully. They just post dumb things. Yeah. It, was, it was really dumb. Right. Like dumb things that we. Mm-hmm. But then as you mature and as they mature, do their posts change? Like. Yeah. Yeah. They can definitely. be surprising sometimes. Yeah. There's some things that I'm just like, why would you post that? It's not so, a good idea. So, th- so that's what I was going to ask. Do you see things that are posted and you're like. That's terrible. Like that's yeah, in, yeah. that's like, offensive. Yeah. That's immoral. No. That like yeah. So you're not totally numb to that, is what I'm asking. No, no. I there, guess no. No, there was there are just some things I'm just like that's not a good idea at all. Other people will see this and they're just not going to think this was a good idea. I don't know why you'd post this if your parents saw it. They would be disappointed. That's the thing that blows it, my mind. I like, mean, does your parent follow you on Instagram? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I don't know. Yeah, I think I still. Um, see like the bad posts and know that it's wrong okay yeah. i don't think mm-hmm. i'm numbed to that so at least yeah. i like know that's wrong and i know i'm like never gonna do you know something yeah. like that i thought i'm still thinking about your point that you just made happy about how i i don't want to admit it though <laughs> yeah well yeah because it's hard to tell like am i numb to it i can't i don't know because yeah, yeah. you're in it so you don't really know i mean i know when things are wrong but how shocking is it to me i don't know hmm 
If you're just joining us, you're listening to Raising Saints on AM820, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I'm Katie Wyatt. We're here today with McKenna, Olivia, and Abby, and we're talking about social media, just the impact of social media um, perceived and not perceived on young people. Do your parents have worries or concerns about your use of social media and technology? Like, have they voiced? Yes. Yes. So what systems do you guys have in place in your homes or what conversations have you had or what, like, how have your parents expressed this and what do they do to sort of help you monitor? Um, My mom in sixth grade made up this thing where you have to think of what your image, you want your image to be on social media. So you come up with like a couple of words that you want people to think about you, like nice, funny, like all that kind of stuff. And then you go through your Instagram or you go through your Twitter and you decide if like your pictures represent the words that you want people to think of you by. I think that's brilliant. (laughs) I think that every parent should have their kid do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because then if you're showing your list to your parent and it says like, partier or then you know you have a whole different set of issues to deal with with your kid yeah it definitely makes me think of it still now even (laughs) though that was a long time ago and I always think about every picture I post is this how I want people to see me so that sticks with you like that's still kind of your standard for posting okay what about you Abby and McKenna what what sort of rules do your parents have in place or what how do they to monitor or help you monitor your well my mom's phone is um constantly logged into instagram so she can check it anytime just to make sure like i'm not posting anything inappropriate i'm not following anyone or anything that's like not good you know yeah yeah not right so she's logged into your instagram yes. you mean okay so it always has to be logged in i'm not allowed to sign out for her and if i do then i have to tell her my password and all that but yeah so she she monitors it sometimes but now she knows like i must i don't do anything like that because she's checked it before and so she's not she's like this checking is it boring. as often yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah yeah my mom used to check mine but she hasn't in a while just because i guess she trusts me no, she <laughs> learned she doesn't need to yeah. yeah and and what about like when and where you can use your phones do you have rules for that um usually when i'm with people my mom will tell me to like put it away and enjoy the company while it's here Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my parents do that too. Um, what about like when you're doing homework and that sort of thing? Are you allowed to have your... No phone. No, it's supposed to be away. No phone at homework or bedtime, so I will actually sleep. <laughs> okay. See, they say most of the time that I shouldn't be on my phone before I do homework, but like sometimes I'll text a friend like say, hey, can you help me out with this problem because I don't understand it? And then they'll say, okay, well, that's okay because... You're just trying to get help with schoolwork. And and that's how that's where it gets tricky for you guys, because you use your phone for communication. You use your mm-hmm. phone for pictures and technology. And yeah, you probably do you check email on your phone or no? I do. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have to stay connected, like, do you check email, I by do. the way? Well, yeah. I have yeah. to because of school. <laughs> I have to. Cause okay. Because of, of school. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's hard not to like switch over to like Instagram but it, it is. It's very tempting. Takes a okay, lot of so that's the next thing I want to talk about because I was thinking about um, prayer specifically. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about how when Jesus prayed, he always isolated himself, right? He went, 
And <laughs> I mean, really isolated. So he went <laughs> to the desert or all the way across the other side of the lake or, you know, like it truly made a conscious effort for solitude. Um, so I, I, this is all connected. But when you guys pray, do you make that same conscious effort for solitude? Um, not really. Not kind across of. the desert. I mean, sometimes. <laughs> not, 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 I mean, maybe not that <laughs> conscious, but. I sit in my room and close the door like I do before I go to bed. Okay. So I'm mostly alone, but your head's always five million other places. So it's still hard to, it's hard focus, to focus, even when yeah. you're by yourself. But you don't have your phone with you then, no, right? Because your phone is not, you're not allowed to take your phone Mm-mm. to bed. Okay. I do have my phone, but usually I just make sure it's like on the ground, like face down so even if it lights up i won't see it okay and i can just like try as hard as i can to focus on it but like olivia said my mind is like everywhere i ever like random things will pop my head when i'm trying to pray which is totally normal like that's just normal that's how prayer goes (laughs) yeah (laughs) but so so but neither of you has the added distraction of your phone then no when you're praying what about you abby do you is your phone anywhere near you when you're trying to pray yeah, I mean, like, if I'm in my bedroom, my phone's probably with me, but I, like, try to put it away and try to keep it away from trying to stay focused. And the reason I ask that is because I, I used to use an app on my phone to do my scripture readings, and it had reflections, and I had prayer aids, and I had... But <laughs> but if while I was using it, I got some sort of notification, there was nothing within me that couldn't say, oh, well, let me just check this. Hang yeah. on, hang on, God. Mm-hmm. Let me just check this, yeah, and then I'll get back to prayer. I, I mean, I I had to just say, forget it. This isn't a help. This isn't a useful prayer aid for me. Yeah, <laughs> because I cannot have my phone with me when I'm praying. So, uh, and and what made me, what led me to that was you guys were talking about having your phones with you when you're doing homework. Like any time when we're trying to focus on something else, do you find? social media to distract you from what you're trying to focus yeah. on yeah yeah definitely yeah are you guys allowed to have your phones in school yeah mm-hmm. we are uh, at my school we're allowed to have it because the teachers every teacher has a different rule but most of my teachers say like this is your life you can learn and if you want to sit on your phone then it's your loss so in class you can have your phone out yeah and be on your phone in most classes, but some of my teachers are very strict about it. Like, while they're talking, you're not allowed to have your phone out. Okay. Just out of respect. What's the rule at your school, Abby? Yeah, it's pretty much the same. We um, can't have them out during class, but um, we can have them out during lunch. What about you, McKenna? We actually have a pretty strict cell phone policy. Um, there are definitely repercussions if they find you with your phone. Um, we aren't even allowed to have them in our pockets. They either have to be like, in our bag and turned off or in our locker. Are you allowed so. to have them in between classes or anything? No, not no, at all. Not, not at, at all. all during the day. Wow. So. How does that work? Do people follow that rule? Most people don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're just pretty good at hiding it. Yeah. <laughs> but when teachers find it, they're pretty strict about it. So they do enforce it when yeah, they catch it. Definitely. Okay. Uh, okay. Let me Let me kind of shift a little bit. Let's talk about well, let me ask you this. Have you guys ever been somewhere like a retreat or someplace like that where you weren't allowed to have your phone or you didn't or on a family vacation or somewhere where you put your phone away? Have you ever been without your phone for an extended period of time? Yeah. When we went on our confirmation retreat, we weren't allowed to bring our phones. So how was that? Um, 
it was actually really relieving, kind of, and it started a lot of friendships and conversations easier without having a distraction there. Oh, because people you were around, you could now Talk, actually interact with. And we like played cards, which is weird. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> we played cards and it was actually really fun. Okay, so let me just <laughs> back on this because as a youth minister, when I ask kids not to bring their phones on retreats, I can't even tell you how often parents will say, here, just sneak it in. Parents. Yeah. Parents, because that's how connected we are to our kids now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so parents, help your youth minister out with that rule. Do not <laughs> sneak your kid's phone in with them because it makes a difference. Does it have, McKenna it really or Abby, does. have you ever been in a scenario like that where you couldn't have your phone and you were... Yeah, on confirmation retreat and bless week ever. Oh, okay. And was it a similar experience for mm-hmm. you? Yeah, it was, it was kind of nice not to have them out. Okay. This um wasn't really related to Catholicism or anything like that, but just my D.C. trip, like... My school would not allow anyone to bring their phones, and all these people were talking about how they were going to sneak it. And I begged my parents, and they're like, "You are not bringing that." Yeah, for your parents. Yeah, so <laughs> I wasn't allowed to, but it was actually kind of fun, and I felt like I was more relaxed, and I got to actually like pay attention to like what I was seeing, and like it was it made the experience like ten times more fun. It's true, it does, and I don't. We don't. We don't trust that, and even. We parents don't really trust that. I don't know why, because we weren't raised with technology. Like we were raised to have experiences. And Mm -hmm. like when we went on family trips, we actually had to visit with each other. We had no TV in the van, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So I know I just sound like an old lady when I say stuff like that. But it's true. Like we actually had to interact and it, it was awesome. It was awesome. So we just need to get back to that a little bit, I think, somehow. But it's hard because technology is... Everything Everywhere. we do is yeah. in our phones. Yes. Or, yeah. Um, all right. Let, let's shift a little bit again and talk about dignity. Talk about the, the God-given dignity of every human being. Does social... I mean, that's, that's what we're called as Catholics is to recognize and embrace that dignity in everyone we meet. And so I guess what I'm wondering is, does social media impact our ability to do this? So here's an example. If it kind of goes back to what I was talking about, how Abby, you were saying, like, I don't, I don't know if it, if the images impact me. I don't know if you know. Are we seeing things and encountering things on social media that make us kind of numb to the dignity of our brothers and sisters in Christ? <laughs> That's a hard one. Yeah. yeah. That's really hard. And you know what? This may be more of a maybe more of a Facebook thing. Like when people can so easily post opinions about other people who don't agree with them or But I guess but it can also be like an Instagram thing if you see an image of somebody that that makes you immediately judge that person, you know, or when we read a tweet, when we see a post, when we see it, is our initial instinct, is our initial reaction to that to be, oh, that person is such a child of God? Not really. No. Okay, no. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm getting at. What is the initial reaction? Usually, like, 
you're annoyed by that person because like you don't really care about what they have to say, but you should. And you should care about what everyone has to say, but sometimes you just get annoyed by people. Or you make a oh, go ahead, were you gonna say oh. something? <laughs> or you make a judgment, right? Yeah. Make a snap judgment about like I feel like we don't see the humanity in people. We see the image that they have presented or the thought that they have tweeted or the like. You can't really like feel what they're feeling. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. with Twitter with when it's just words because you don't really like know how to interpret it, I guess. Right. You can't hear their inflection. You can't see their expression. Mm-hmm. You can't. Right. And you can interpret that however you want. So it's mm-hmm. easy to judge them. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you don't really you, know you what they're not, saying. You also might not know their motivation for like posting that. Like there could be reason behind it that we just don't understand. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just a tiny little snapshot of yeah. some much huger picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you guys know who the patron saint of the Internet computer technicians Computer users, computers, school children, school children, and students is. I didn't even know there was one. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I know no, there's a patron either. saint of everything, isn't there? True. <laughs> it's Saint Isidore of Seville. So, I don't know. You might tuck Saint Isidore away if you're like ever having a social media crisis of some sort or trying to determine <laughs> ethics of different social media situations. You know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um. All right, well, we are going to close in prayer, and we're going to ask for the intercession of St. Isidore. So in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, we thank you for the gift of intelligence. We thank you for the many abilities we have. We thank you for all of the things we've been able to create. Lord, we thank you for the gift of technology, and we ask that you help us use it wisely, use it to build your kingdom, use it to glorify you, and to be aware, Jesus, of when it is not being used and in that manner, we ask you, um, we ask, we call upon the intercession of St. Isidore to pray for us and journey with us through our technological world. Um, Lord, just let our lives and all of our actions and all of our thoughts and all of our words and all of our pictures glorify you. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. In the name Amen. of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Raising Saints on AM820 St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I'm Katie Wyatt, and until next time, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Bye now. Raising Saints is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820. Archives of Raising Saints with Katie Wyatt are available at stgabrielradio.com. This-